three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here as we continue to go through Exodus, Exodus in the Old Testament, and trying to encourage us to really be about reading God's Word and reading it often enough to where it is not a chore. So for many, reading can be kind of difficult, reading something like Scripture. I hear it all the time. It's, I just don't understand it. And so I want to encourage you to just keep reading it, reading it until you know what's coming next because you've read it over and over again. And that makes it a lot easier, like anything you do. Lately, I've been remodeling a bathroom and putting up tile. And I know I've mudded before, but I didn't do it to where it became something I was good at. And so there's no no muscle memory there. There's no skill there. And so you got to do it a lot so that it becomes easy, right? Or that you become good at it. And that's the idea here. All right. Enough on the personal stuff. Let's dive into Exodus here, chapter 29. And this is going to be talking about consecrating Aaron and his sons in preparation for the worship that's going to happen. And some of the things that are actually going to happen after the tabernacle are are built so let's not get confused all right so chapter 29 now this is what you shall do to them to consecrate them that they may serve me as priest so again talking about Aaron and his four sons take one bull of the herd and two rams without blemish and unleavened bread unleavened cakes mixed with oil and unleavened wafers smeared with oil you shall make them of fine wheat flour. You shall put them in one basket and bring them in the basket and bring the bull and the two rams. You shall bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then you shall take the garments and put on Aaron the coat and the robe of the Ephron and the Ephron and the breastplate and the gird and gird him with the skillfully woven band of the infant. In Fod, and you shall set the turban on his head and put the holy crown on the turban. You shall take the anointing oil and pour it on his head and anoint him. Then you shall bring his sons and put coats on them. And you shall gird Aaron and his sons with sashes and bind caps on them. And the priesthood shall be theirs by statute forever. Thus you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Then you shall bring the bull before the tent of meeting. Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. Then you shall kill the bull before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting and shall take part of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger. And the rest of the blood you shall pour out at the base of the altar. And you shall take all the fat that covers the entrails and the long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them and burn them on the altar. But the flesh of the bull and its skin and its tongue you shall burn with fire outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Then you shall take one of the rams and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on the head of the ram and you shall kill the ram and shall take its blood and throw it against the sides of the altar. 
Then you shall cut the ram into pieces and wash its, and wash its entrails and its legs and put them with its pieces and its head and burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasant, a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. You shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on the head of the ram, and you shall kill the ram and take part of its blood and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron and on the tips of the right ears of the sons and on the thumbs of their right hands and on the great toes of their right feet and throw the rest of the blood against the sides of the altar. Then you shall take part of the blood that is on the altar and of and of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and on his sons' garments with him. He and his garments shall be holy and his sons and his sons' garments with him. You shall also take the fat from the ram and the fat tail and the fat that covers the entrails and a long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them and the right thigh for it is a ram of ordination and one loaf of bread and one cake of bread made with oil and one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord. You shall put all these on the palms of Aaron and on the palms of his sons and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. Then you shall take them from their hands and burn them on the altar on top of the burnt offering as a pleasing aroma before the Lord. It is a food offering to the Lord. All right, we'll we'll stop there, and hopefully get the other half here uh, on the next day. I think I'm gonna have this count for two days. So this is <clears throat> a long reading, but I didn't really know how to break that up, and not even sure if I should have stopped where I did. So there's a lot going on here, and if you really want to get into it, there are books out there on all of this, and just to be always be careful what you're reading. Uh, lots of people have worked in their own ideas, but they're very specific things, <clears throat> and a lot of it does get passed down by tradition. And the scripture though backs up a lot of what's going on here. But here's I think the thing for us to get from this, at least the way I I, I see this all the time, is the the ceremony that's going to happen here shortly, this is all the details about the ceremony. The, temp, the tent has not been built yet. Moses is still up on the mountain getting the instructions from God. When he comes down, they'll have to build the tent of meeting first, and then this ceremony will happen. And we'll read about that here in a couple of chapters. But everything about this, uh, this elaborate ceremony, points to the otherness of God. And what I mean by that is that he that God will be with his people, but there can be no familiarity. In other words, he is to be approached only in the ways that God lays down, right? You want to approach me? Want to come into my presence? This is how it's going to be done. He wants them as his people. He, they are his people, but there is a way for him to be approached. And only this way. And why? Why is he like this way? Because sin, the sin is what disqualifies all of us from entering God's presence. Every one of us. All falls short of the glory of God is how Romans puts it. So the priest 
And every item and every piece of equipment must be specifically set apart, right? That's what holy means. Holy means to be set apart. Um, Must be set apart the way God wants it set apart for for us to be able to approach God or for someone to be able to approach God. And because, again, everybody is is disqualified because of sin. So every item is set apart for this service. It's not to be used for anything else, even the clothing and even the men. So Aaron and his sons must be cleansed. They must be robed as God has specifically shown. Um, and these this cleansing is for their sin. So they must be cleansed of their sin by this blood, by the sacrifice, before they may take you know, take the position of the priest, take the office, if you will. And the living God is just not he's not an image. He really is a living God who is to be worshipped. And he is to be worshipped the way he says, not as man thinks fit. So God lays down the only terms on which it is possible for him to take up residence with us. And in a case here, back in back in these days, Aaron and his four sons were going to be the, the mediators, the priests, who would stand before God, cleansed of their sin by the blood offering and the food offering, and be in the presence of God so that God could be with the people of Israel. So today... Six, five, four, four thousand years later, three and a half, that four thousand years later, we don't need to do any of this, but we need to learn from it that Jesus becomes the sin offering, and like everything that's being sprinkled with blood on Aaron's clothing, Aaron himself, his right earlobe, his right thumb, his right big toe, and his sons. It's a bloody mess, literally. And it is to signify that they are following all of God's instructions so that they can go before the Lord. It has none of their creativity in it. It's all, oh, let me get creative, God. I want to I wanna do this or do that. No, 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 no. This is how God will be approached. And for us today, we put on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Nothing else, nothing less. And we go before the Lord. That is how we do it. Humbly putting on the righteousness of God to go humbly before the Lord. So I hope that today you're able to go before the Lord because you know that you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That he did die for your sins. You and I as sinners needing a perpetuation. I've used that word before, right? Jesus being that, that sin offering that perfect, uh, as Jesus put it, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world and so that we can go into his presence. So knowing that this is the day that the Lord has made, Lord, I pray that you'd help us to rejoice and be glad in it. Help us to come before your presence, not by anything that we've done, not by any merit of our own, Lord, but covered in the righteousness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
We thank you. We praise you in his mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.